Welcome to the Bronx Cheer Basketball Show. I am your host, Nathan Callanan, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Jack Lynch. We're coming to... We're coming to you from Melbourne, Australia, where it's currently 5.23 p.m. on Monday, the 21st of December. Gravy day. What is the gravy day thing? Oh, Nath, you're showing, your, uh, showing how non-true blue you are is one way to put it. Yeah, what it's, is it? Um, Paul Kelly's song, How to Make Gravy, it was written about the 21st of December. Well... In the story, it's a guy writing a letter and he says it's the 21st of December. It's a gravy day, mate. It's the best best Christmas song of all time. I'll have to look it and up. And the only, the only Christmas song worth listening to. I can uh, send you some Chance the Rapper Christmas songs if you'd like to listen. <laughs> I'll send you some Alan Jackson ones back, mate. <laughs> okay, so on today's show, we will be talking about the brief, not really... I mean, there's one big thing that happened in the last week. Uh, we'll talk about Giannis signing that five-year extension, embarrassing us the day after our pod last week. Um, also, Rudy Gobert, Kuzma, which you chucked in these, obviously. I don't know why. Why didn't they? Because I, with the last week, I check, I check like what Shams has said in the last week. Why didn't I see those? Because you're a fool, mate. I'm a fool. Maybe Shams is behind. Shams is the man to blame for that. Anyway, um, and Gordon Hayward, Ben Simmons, a bit to chat about, but what we're going to do is continue our season preview from last week. We did part one. We do this alphabetically, and so today we'll continue with part two, starting with the Los Angeles Lakers. It's all a bit... uh, We wing it a bit. (laughs) It's been a busy couple of weeks leading up to Christmas, JL. Always busy this time of year. Uh, it doesn't help when I've got you on my back trying to get me in for a pod every week, but we're making do. So it's all, yeah, a bit just off the top of our head, but we're going to continue with the season predictions for each team. And then we'll also do the season award predictions and we'll finish up with some hot takes from both of us. Uh, it's going to be a great show. It's time for tip off. by that and and the players are telling him not to be doing that once again welcome to the bronx cheer basketball show i am joined by a guy who i know i used this man before but i'm joined by a guy who didn't suffer an avulsion fracture on his fifth finger on his right hand jl how are you Better than Hayward. I'm going to be using this one every week, I reckon, because he's going to be getting injured every week. I'm all right. Can't complain. Working most days every week. So it's good. Money's coming in. Don't have much time. A bit tired, but it's all right. It's pretty uh, pretty stock standard, really. So you work in uh, for all our listeners and our viewers on YouTube. Check us out on YouTube. You work at Bell's Ice. And, of course, it's... Um, I, am, I am an ice dealer. <laughs> So yeah, whenever I, whenever anyone asks me what I do, I, I deal ice, and I'm I'm not lying there, just misleading the truth, I suppose, a little bit. But that's all right. Just quickly, how about the choice of words of Bomber Thompson when he was on that talk show, and they said, "What's next?" And then he said, "I'm going to start selling frozen water." He knows ice, and he was like, he he was selling ice. He so- was selling ice, the drug. Oh. Maybe this has been a cover-up for me as well for all these years. <laughs> like, why would you actually say it? Anyway, that's totally unrelated. Um, getting on to basketball. Last, so we do this in alphabetical order, our season predictions. So last week we did all these bunch of teams. I'm just going to quickly go through them. Give me like one or two words and maybe like the latter um, prediction again. 
of each. So Hawks... In case our, in case our episodes aren't long enough already. Yeah. Hawks, I, I'm pretty sure we both said... I said I ninth. can't even remember. I said ninth. I said about there, I think. That's my yeah. gut feeling now, so I'm sticking to it. Ninth, they're going to be fun. Celtics, I said top three. You? Yeah, something like that. Brooklyn, Sounds about right. <laughs> Brooklyn, I said... Uh, I think we both said the same, like... Um, essentially like one of the champion top four championship favorites if kd stays healthy and if he doesn't yeah. they'll still make the playoffs but obviously not seventh, seventh seed sort of but yeah i think the way he played in those preseason games i wouldn't be surprised if they made it to the finals yeah um hornets sort of just outside the playoffs sort of like a hornets are shit no nah, worse than that um bulls <laughs> bulls like i think i had them like like 12th or something or 13th. I think I was in the same boat. Cavs last. Last. Mavs, I had them fourth. What did you Yeah, think? up there. Up there. Don't know. Nuggets. <laughs> I don't remember anything. Nuggets. Nuggets, th- I think I had third. Nuggets third. But maybe maybe sneaky second is what I said. Pistons like last. In yeah, East. that'll be rubbish. Warriors... Um, this took us a while, but I think I basically... I, the gist is I have them out of the playoffs in the West. Yeah, I think so. I don't see them taking a playoff spot. Um, Rockets, we both said seventh. Pacers, we both said... Scratching eighth. Oh, no, I wasn't there. I was like mid... I was like fourth or fifth. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh Nathan. Um, They're dropping below Philly. They're dropping below Brooklyn. They're dropping below Miami. Maybe fifth or sixth. That gets to at least seventh. There's one team, I mentioned it last week when talking about this, that I think is going to really drop in the East and we'll get to it. And then we said the Clippers and we both said second. I said maybe even yeah. first. Now that brings us to today. We are on to the Los Angeles Lakers and we're giving our predictions. So uh, for all those that weren't around or weren't watching or Something. Uh, the Lakers won the championship a couple of months ago. The shortest off-season ever. They've just endured. They um, lost Avery Bradley, Danny Green, Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, Rondo, and that's it. And they brought in Marcus Montrez Harrell, Wesley Matthews, and Dennis Schroeder. Where does this team finish in the standings? That's Let's go to the standings. First, they're finishing number one in the West. I think they've just got stronger. Yeah. They've, lo- they've lost some pieces, but they've gained some pieces. And I think the pieces that they've gained fit the jigsaw puzzle a bit better. Yep. It's uh, one or two. Uh, just a quick question about the Lakers. How similar, how much of a load management uh, is LeBron this year? That's the... That's the one thing that's making me question them being number one. But I, I don't think it'll be that much. And especially because the NBA is being stricter on it now, they're going to start finding teams. But I don't see LeBron as a type to load manage anyway. Yeah. And no, I think he'll play in most games. And he's, he's jokingly said that he's going to make AD do all the work for the first half of the season. But I think that's when he's going to be... He'll be there playing, but he's not going to be looking to score 25 points. He'll be happy taking, you know, sitting at 18 points per game for the majority of it, but averaging 11 assists and just getting a feel for what the new players on his team want and where they like the ball and things like that. You think LeBron's going to sit on 18 points per game? Only for the first few weeks sort of thing. Oh, okay. Right. Like, not the whole season. Like, I think he's just going to get into a, what we'd call a slow start. Mm. But he's just getting a feel for it and just taking it easy. Minutes will be down, just running through the motions a bit. The Lakers play the Clippers on opening night. Um, it's this week. It's, it's, it's Tuesday US time, Wednesday our Australian yeah. time. It's coming in hot. How, how potent is that game? Is that a... Oh, the media is going to absolutely lap it up. No, and the no, same thing happened last year. It means fuck all. No, no, but yeah, not that... No, nah, but like it, it, it's, it does, but it doesn't. But like my question is, 
with this load management talk, you know, short off season, Kawhi, you know, the load management king. How, yeah, what are we looking at? Are we looking at 36 minutes for all four stars? Yeah, I think so. And purely because they know so, so much weighs on this game, which is ridiculous. But like the whole perception of the media last year was almost based on the first game of the season where what, because the Clippers won, they were the team to beat. Yeah. And I think now both the teams, they'll have something to play for. The Clippers will want to win to prove themselves. And the Lakers will want to just shit on the Clippers as they always do. Is there, uh, you know what? I was just thinking about how fierce it's going to be. There's no crowds. How much does that suck? I know. Uh, I was going to say, is there going to be a bit of a tussle between Montrez and one of the Clippers? But maybe yes. Pat Bev will be talking. Pat Bev will be talking, definitely. If the crowd was there, definitely. Like, lock it in. All right. Well, yeah, Lakers top two for me, either first or second. I've mentioned that I think the Clippers are going to be in a bit of a redemption this season. I will Mm -hmm. talk about, we'll talk about after all this, our season, you know, postseason predictions and season awards. So yeah, about that, but yeah, Lakers first, I do want to comment and you'll hear me continue to comment that I don't, I know you like Wes Matthews. I don't love Wes Matthews. I think he's, he's just plays his role. There's nothing wrong with a, Wes Matthews. He's, he's, good. he's all right. Don't be so awesome little Wes out there. <laughs> he'll, he'll be a good role player. But that's all he's signed for. Maybe he's, he I can't could, be worse than Danny Green. I could argue that the, the best or the most complete for their role player that they brought in of all these great off-season additions of Schroeder, Matthews, Harrell, and Gasol is Schroeder for me. Yeah. Gasol is a hundred... He's in like a glove, I think. Yeah. Gasol's a hundred years old. Harrell doesn't play defense. He'll be nice in the regular season, but it'll be the same story in the playoffs. He'll be a bit of a liability on defense. But he'll match up, like, to pairing with ADs better than pairing with Zubats. Yes, that's correct. But you've got someone that can cover for him now, at least. Yeah, it'll be correct. I'm just very interested to see how well they make that work on defense and even on offense um, with Harrell in the playoffs. Matthews plays his role, but overall, Schroeder is currently with his age and his skill set the best. Uh, and uh, yeah, anyway. I think I think Schroeder's the perfect fit because he can score 14 off the bench quite efficiently. Or he can start. Yep. And he's. I mean, Bradley was a starter throughout the season. He didn't play in the playoffs, obviously, and in the bubble. But there's no real starting point guard. I don't think the, really, the Lakers really care because LeBron's taking those duties anyway. But LeBron working with Schroeder on the court at the same time would be nice. So he he's going to be their best pickup, I think, as well. You know how we've discussed that the. West is so stacked. Yeah, it's fucked. It is. <laughs> it's fucked. But have you got the standings up right now? No. Well, what are you doing? What am I paying you for? <laughs> no, <I'm joking>. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's meant to be money involved in this. <laughs> well, didn't you receive the check? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> how, how many millions do you owe me? <laughs> okay. I've actually taken a second today um, and actually looking at last season standings. Mm-hmm. So our next team to talk about is the Memphis Grizzlies who are in the playing game against the Portland Trailblazers. The Memphis Grizzlies brought in uh, Desmond Bain in the draft, Sean McDermott in the draft, Killian Tilly in the draft and Xavier Tillman in the draft. Mm -hmm. And they didn't really do it. Big free agents. (laughs) And they didn't really do anything else. Yeah. So unless these rookies are like... LeBron James, mm-hmm. I cannot put them in the playoffs. So quickly, the teams that made the West playoffs last year, Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Rockets, Jazz, Mavericks, Portland, and OKC. In my point of view, with the, with the fully healthy Nurkic, there's only one... Te- yeah, there's, there's one only- team dropping out. There's one team, okay, see. one team dropping out, and they surprised us all last year, but they did have Gallinari and Chris Paul and Stephen Adams. 
There's only one spot. He's coming out and Houston if Harden gets traded. That's right. Houston uncertainty. But yes, let's just say it. OKC are the one spot that's available. And I do not think, I'll talk about who I think it is. I do not think that the Memphis Grizzlies are taking that spot. Do you? And it's not There's the two teams that I can see jumping in. Mm. And, and this is excluding the Warriors due to health. Um, but I would say New Orleans and Memphis are the two that would jump in for one of them definitely taking OKC spot. Okay. And then it depends on if Harden gets traded. Just one spot available though. Who you got going in? You haven't even met, said that my team, but let, I, you're, th- I, you're thinking the Suns, aren't you? I'm thinking the Suns. It's obvious. The bubble Suns ain't no. I, the Chris I, I was thinking about them. DeAndre just, Aiden improved. Aiden's going to improve. So that's a th- but how good were Memphis last year with a rookie jar, a rookie mm-hmm. Brandon Clark, JJJ, they're just going to get better. Well, JJJ is out for a very long time. How long? What the he, fuck? He destroyed his knee, ACL. No one's even talking no. about that. Jaren, no. What am I talking? He did it right at the start of the bubble. Jaron Jackson Jr. return says he never. No, it didn't come up yet. <laughs> um, Jaron Jackson. Didn't he's he play in the preseason games? Well, I'll be really embarrassed if he did. I'll have to cut this out. No, you have to leave it in. He, did, he tore his meniscus is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. Meniscus. Jared Jackson Jr. and Justice Winslow. Won't he, won't be, be, uh, he won't be ready for the start of the 2021 start. Yeah, you're right. Don't know how uh, I missed that. Yeah, he did that. It was well, if that's the case, well, it depends how many games he's missing. Yeah. But... But I would even argue, he, okay, so let's put him in, but he's not going to mm-hmm. be in. Let's, he's not, I don't reckon he's going to be in for a good amount. But let's put him in, the team. You don't reckon that the Suns are better? Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Aiden, Mikael Bridges, and Co. Yeah, but you're also forgetting that Memphis were second last in the West for half of the season and had one of the better records in the league to finish. They were flying home. They were, pl- they were like... They were at like a six six hundred win pace for the last like thirty games or something like that. So they can obviously play. They they they're good and they're on the upward trend. But I just again, yeah. Suns it goes back better. to the West. The West is fucked because it'll it'll come down to New Orleans, the Suns, and maybe Memphis if Jaron Jackson Jr. is healthy. But you can't tell me they're going to be within like. There's not going to be more than three games separating them. No, it'll be a fight. But so there's also, no way we can really predict it accurately because it's it, going to come down to a few buzzer beaters and actu- someone losing an injury for two weeks, someone getting coronavirus. And actually, I, and I think this strengthens my case, we're forgetting also there's a playing tournament this mm. game this season again. I forgot the format of how it works. But I think once again, I think... It's just ninth and... Eight to ninth and... Maybe he's a 10 this year as well. Is there a three-team player? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. But I think the Suns will be there. And then when it comes down to it, Chris Paul, it's about the best players on the floor. And Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and um, DeAndre Ayton are def- definitely the best three players on the floor against, for me, for me, New Orleans and um, Memphis. And it's pretty clear to me. Pretty Obvious. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, we'll see. So the Memphis Grizzlies, I have them finishing just outside the playoffs. As I mentioned before, they've got no one other than rookies coming in. I believe Desmond Bain is a nice Desmond Bain is a nice player. Awesome name. Desmond Bain. Anything Bain, you're happy. Desmond Bain. Jeez. Like Desmond's awesome and then Bain. God. Um, they have Kyle Anderson, I'm still convinced, is not the uh, NBA player. Slow-mo. <laughs> He's just... He doesn't look like an NBA player. He's running on a treadmill. They have Gorgie... Gorgie? 
Gorgi Jeng. Yeah. Gorgi Jeng. I, I thought he was going to be a superstar. JJJ. That's one, that's one player I got wrong, and I got him very wrong. They've got friend of the show, D'Anthony Melton, who got himself a contract. And yeah, hopefully Justice Winslow actually plays and adds to their youngness. I'm excited for the Grizzlies moving forward. However, I don't have them making the playoffs. It's pretty obvious that for me that the Suns are taking that spot. Um, any other notes on the Grizzlies? The only thing I, when you said Winslow, I was like, Point Winslow is actually quite a good player. So I'm interested <laughs> to see how he goes. Point Winslow. <laughs> yeah, when he's playing the point, he's all right. That's when he's at his best. So, All right, let's keep smashing through these. God, I didn't realize I'd get so into the Grizzlies one. Um, <laughs> the, the Miami Heat, uh, they brought in Avery Bradley and Mo Harkless pretty much, and they lost Jay Crowder, Solomon Hill, and Derek Jones Jr. We saw what they did. They made the finals. It was pretty nice. I will go on and on and on about their zone defense, which I'm sure broke. if it ain't broke, don't fix. They will bring their zone defense back to this season. They'll barely touch it throughout the regular season, I reckon. Are they... They would work it into the playoffs and no no team will know what to do once again. (laughs) Are they... What are they doing regular season? Where are they finishing? They're not going to impress anyone during the regular season. They're going to be fourth or fifth as they were last season. Yep. But it'll be the classic. It'll be like the LeBron Cavs between 2015 and 2018 where you knew the regular season didn't matter. And wherever Miami finishes, you will know that they're probably a top three chance to get into the, the finals. So it's now it's like now that they've got the the experience, the reputation's also there. So everyone's gonna, no one's gonna write them off early this year. Yeah. Going, oh, it's just Miami. They're just cruising through the regular season, and that's gonna be the the narrative all season. I think. Question: Jimmy Butler starting the decline this year, or he's thirty one? No. no, he's all right. He's fit as a fiddle. He's fine. All right. That's good. I don't believe so either, but he is 31 and his game is very um, taxing. Yeah, definitely. And he doesn't shoot and he's small for a, for big man moves. And he's so jerky. He could pull a knee at any point, Jimmy Butler. Um, don't jinx him. I'm not, I'm not trying to jinx him. I'm just saying there will be a preseason. Where I'm going to say to you, is this a year that... His his game is so taxing, and his three a.m. wake ups can't help. <laughs> okay, the Milwaukee Bucks last. <laughs> of course, of course. No, nah, I'll go first. Out Bledsoe, out George Hill, Ersan Ilyasova, who, according to this, didn't seem to go to a team. That's sad. because <laughs> he he should have retired three years ago. Cole Corver is obviously a hundred years old, so he also didn't get a team. Did he like announce a retirement? Corver? No, I think it was shoved upon him. <laughs> and Frank Mason the third is I don't know why I said that. It's because he's now gonna be a G League player for Philly, but he's gone. Wesley Matthews and Marvin Williams. Jeez, like, they lost a lot. Robin Williams. They brought in DJ Augustine, Tory Craig. Bryn Forbes, Drew Holiday, and Bobby Portis for you. <laughs> Bobby Portis. <laughs> My boy. I can't stand him. What is stopping this team for finish on finishing first in the East? For is it a third year straight or second year straight? It's definitely second. I think it's first. This would be third, the third, third, I think, if they because I, I think they've got the last two. Yeah. Um nothing. I think they'll I think they'll finish first again. Yeah, I think Giannis is the most complete regular season player at the moment in terms of caring. (laughs) And just, you know, he's obviously a talented basketball player, but he's also got something to prove throughout the regular season. So he'll be, he'll be pushing for that, that one seed once again, I think. They'll definitely finish first in the East again. They'll do it in flying colors. And then I'll, say all season about how Giannis is overrated and we'll see in the playoffs, JL. (laughs) Wash, rinse and repeat. (laughs) Anyway, so that's the Bucks. Unfortunately, um, it's not very extensive of a take. They're just going to kill it again in the regular season. 
However, I am interested to see Wesley Matthews, your mate, is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have Pat Connaughton, they have DiVincenzo, they have Brooke Lopez, who's suddenly the best shooter ever, and Middleton, and they have blah, blah. I just feel like their shooting's gone down a tiny bit, if not a little bit. And so interesting to see about this yeah, whole regular season Yana surrounded. Bryn Forbes can shoot the ball. Drew Holiday's a decent shooter. Torrey Craig's okay from the wing or from the corners. Like, it's a decent replacement for what could have been an awful offseason when the whole Bogdanovich thing went down. And it's like they're coming away empty-handed from all of this. So I think they've recovered quite well and... It's it's very much on Giannis, though, I think. I think they're a worse team overall, but they're a better, like, um, starting five sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that'll be better for the playoffs, which is what they need. The Minnesota Timberwolves lost <laughs> no one. Evan Turner, no one. who... Evan, he, was on, he was on the Wolves. <laughs> he's now the assistant coach at yeah, the he's, Celtics. <laughs> yeah, welcome home. Welcome home. Oh, I've, I've missed Evan Turner, so well, I'm glad he's back. Excuse me. Evan Turner was drafted at number two. By doesn't us. matter. He's a, he's a Celtic and he calls himself a Celtic. Oh, damn. Um, the, they brought in Ed Davis, which is, I think, everyone in the league unless you're about to disagree with me, is like, oh, Ed Davis would be a good addition to any team. <laughs> he's, he's that guy that just comes off the bench and rebounds the ball and passes back to the top of the kit. Just, just does Every team needs stuff. that. He just does good He stuff. just has no other talent. <laughs> and so Ed Davis with a shaved head, mind you, so pretty unrecognizable like at the moment. He is in for the Timberwolves. A- Anthony Edwards taken at number one. He's in. Also, Ashton Hagens from the draft. Uh, Jaden McDaniels and old mate Ricky Rubio. He welcome home, he's Ricky. Back. He's, he deserves an actual welcome home. He um, is back and he looks like Jesus if you follow the internet perspective. What are the Wolves doing? We discussed this last pod and we just now talked about the West. Um, I don't know when I feel bad for them. They're trying. I feel so bad for Carl Anthony Towns. I reckon they're going to be part of this fight that we're talking about. Yeah, really they're not far off. And I think the, the more Russell and Towns play together, the better they'll be. They don't really have much else going for them. But, I mean, Anthony Edwards, he, who knows? But he might go play NFL next year. He might be an 18-points-per-game scorer. Who knows? But I just feel so bad for the Wolves, and I feel bad for Carl Anthony Towns. He's had a shit year, and the last thing he needs is to yeah. be stuck on the Wolves any longer if they're not winning. So I hope for their sake they somehow pull it together. But other than Towns and Russell, no one there jumps out at you as a, more than a role player. Yes. Hopefully, Jarrett Culver and um, Towns. Culver looks okay, but he, he shot like 45% from free throw last year. Yeah, as that's a, not good. As a two guard, like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not sold, but I, for their sake, I would love to see him make the playoffs. Because Carl Anthony Towns, he's, I love, like, he's one of the best bigs in the league. He's one of the best players in the league. He's just playing for the worst organization in the history of the NBA, arguably, except for maybe the Clippers. Um, do you by any chance have a window open? Maybe I can hear birds. Oh, maybe I've got two. Who knows? <laughs> so while JL's gone, I'll just keep talking. He's going to close his windows. I'm just helping us all out here and getting the bird noise gone. Hopefully, the wolves—they've got Malik Beasley, who's nice, young, and has women trouble. They've got Jared Culver. Uh, Akogi's not bad. And that's about it. But hopefully they are in that fight and hopefully they can surprise us. JL's back for all I'm our... surprised you kept going without me. I just thought I would, you know, for all our listeners. There's not, there's not much to talk about the Wolves. <laughs> well, what I will say is, I don't know how it works. Nike or the Wolves or who has the main input on the designs of the jerseys but the wolves the teams is on them do they yeah okay well they do not miss with the wolves they jerseys nail it 
Every and, single year. And even though I hate the Celtics, I will also be tra- always be transparent and say that the green is head and shoulders my favorite color and the wolves accentuate their green. It's awesome. Moving on for some from some green fetish. <laughs> the New Orleans Pelicans, who have green in their colors, they lost Derek Favors, who's gone home to Utah, Drew Holiday, Frank Jackson, Darius Miller, Eton Moore, and that's it. <laughs> and they brought in Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe, Wenyan Gabriel, Willie Hernan Gomez, and that's it. And a couple of and about a hundred first round picks. What is this? You with what you said before, you said that you seem to be a bit higher than them on them than I am. What what is it about this team that you think they actually have a chance to fight for that actual playoff spot? Because they're when Zion played last year, I don't know what their like pre bubble. I don't know what their record was, but they were winning. They were winning basketball games, and they were another team that was flying home, and they had the easiest strength of schedule going into the playoffs. And I thought they were a certainty to make it. I just think Brandon Ingram's improvement's been phenomenal. Lonzo Ball looks like he's actually worked out how to shoot the ball. Like he was taking pull-up mid-ranges, which is the hardest shot in basketball, and hitting them during the preseason games. Josh Hart can play. Jackson Hayes has showed promise. Nikhil Alexander-Walker looks all right. We know what Reddick can do, and he's going to do the exact same thing he always has done, just shoot threes and be that veteran presence. And Zion, Zion. Chucking Stephen Adams there. Eric Bledsoe for defense. They're looking pretty good, I think. That's a pretty good roster. There's names there that are, that are going to play well. So losing Drew Holiday hurts, but... I think they're actually covered up all right. In terms of making the playoffs, I just can't put them in the category of the Suns and the pretty much the Suns for me, basically. Um, but they're in that other category with the, it's a big one with the Spurs, the, the Wolves, the Grizzlies, um, and all the other ones are, you know, there's such a, it is a tough East uh, West, but yes, I, I've said it before. I'm not that high on Brandon Ingram. And I think it's a, I wasn't either, but I think last season he showed he's a, he's a super, not a superstar, but he's going to be close to one. He'll be a repetitive all-star for years to come. I think. And I think it's a lack of just seeing Zion against real challenges consistently. Mm. That is my problem with not believing in this team. I reckon I've seen enough of Brandon Ingram to know that, for example, he's not better than Jason Tatum. And he's not, I know he's got more to develop, but for me, he's just not going to get better than Jason Tatum. He was in the same draft as Ben Simmons. And I, people may argue, but I don't put him anywhere near Ben Simmons, not as a biased Philly fan, but there's, there's having a good skill set, but then there's having that skill set at the highest level without... To be able to do it in the playoffs is... Yeah, without sort of finding more articulate words for that. I don't really believe in them, and I have them finishing in the category outside the West playoffs. It's unfortunate they're in the West, and so many of these teams are because they'd kill it in the East or they'd make the playoffs in the East, but that's about it. The New York Knicks. The Knickerbockers. They lost Taj Gibson. Oh, who doesn't have a team? Taj. <laughs> and Bobby Portis. I can't believe how, I mean, not really young Taj Gibson is, but he was in the was he 20, 2009 draft. Like, I thought he would be like 2004 draft sort of thing. Like, yeah. surprisingly a year younger than LeBron. Well, you tell me. But he was drafted in... I mean, he's the same age as LeBron, but he was drafted in 2009. He's young as. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say he's seen his way older than he is old. He was just drafted very late, obviously. Yeah, uh, well, I, we'll see if he even gets picked up. Um, 
But they brought in Alec Burks, Nerlens Noel, Emmanuel Quickly in the draft, and of course, Obi Toppin in the draft, and Austin Rivers, and Amari Spellman. Much of the same for the Knicks, would you say? Well, there's a reason I'm yawning, Nave. <laughs> That's because I don't even want to talk about them. Yeah. They have nothing to offer, nothing to provide. They're going to be awful once again. And we're going to hear a lot about them because they're in New York. Yeah. But ultimately, you've got Frank Nilakina, Alfred Payton, <laughs> Kevin Knox, Dennis Smith Jr., Julius Randle. Like, James, <laughs> James Dolan. James Dolan's the number one problem. Those guys are never going to contribute to any winning basketball, ever. Mitchell Robinson, I don't mind. RJ has shown some, some talent. I like Julius Randle for five minutes in next to AD. It was like a good, weird setup. He's playing bully ball. But he's just got um, the worst tunnel vision I've ever seen, I think. Yeah. This, this team's going nowhere, and everyone knows it. All right. Well, that runs out of our time for the Knicks talk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was with a great man, James Lee, today. I've I've shouted him out before on the pod. He's the only Knicks fan. fan Big fan of the show. Yeah, big fan of the show. He's the only Knicks fan I know. He's like, what are you going to say about the Knicks? And I said to him, this is what I'm going to say. And so this is the second time I've said it today. I will talk about the Knicks in more than a yawn like you did. When I believe, when I see and believe, you know, seeing is believing. And when they change their whole everything, I will talk about them. There's the yawn again. I'm falling asleep because this team just, and I don't think I would care about, I mean, I don't care about them anyway, but I don't think that'd be just another Sacramento to me or another Charlotte to me if it wasn't for the New York media that even somehow still reaches us in Melbourne, Australia, I hate hearing about this is the year they're going to be better this year. Oh, they're going to get KD, Kyrie and Zion. How often did we hear that? Yeah. So I'm glad that the, the Knicks are in an eternal, an eternal hole of pure shit because that's where they belong with James Dolan at the helm. Moving on. And I always like this transition alphabetically. The Oklahoma City Thunder are the other blue and orange orange team in the league. And they're next alphabetically. They brought in... Oh, no, sorry. They brought in Trevor Ariza, George Hill, Al Horford, Frank Jackson, Justin Jackson, Alex Pokushevsky. Alexei. Alexei Pukushevsky. <laughs> And no, Kim, Pugos, sorry. And they lost Stephen Adams, Terrence Ferguson, Danilo Gallinari, um, Nils Noel, Chris Paul, Andre Robertson, and Dennis Schroeder. They are embracing the tank. They're taking on bad contracts. They are getting good draft picks. They have a million draft picks. I'm excited to watch uh, Lou Dort and... Um, I'm so excited to watch Lou Dort after the way last season yeah. ended. I would kill to have Lou Dort on the show. What did he score in game seven? 33? Something. But it was awesome. And he's like mainly defense and he had an awesome scoring. He's awesome, Lou Dort. Can't wait to watch him. And everyone loves uh, SGA. Shy Gilgis Alexander. Mike Muscala got the Sixers, the pick 21, so he'll always be a Sixers legend. They've got a bunch of bad contracts and just sort of skeletons that are about to turn to dust. Al Horford's going to look better than last season because he's not next to two other... He's, al- he's already looked good in the, in the preseason <laughs> games. He's not next to two other centers in Ben and Joel. Does he get traded? Um... I don't know. They can get a, they can get a first rounder for him. They can from someone, but, but George Hill. I, I have no. He's idea. gone. I have no this idea. This team, you're about to read the ins, but I'm thinking there's no point. They're all they're all out the door. <laughs> Their in should say first round draft pick from first round draft pick from <laughs> and just list every other team in the league because that's all that Billy Donovan, not Billy Donovan. What's the um. How have I gone blank on this? Sam Presti. That's all Sam Presti's trying to do. Yeah. Is just hoard draft picks. Yeah. Very nice. In my opinion, I like that stuff. 
simple stuff. Uh, bottom three, you'd have to say. Yeah. Bottom, bottom two, bottom last. Probably, probably. But I think Poku, Shay Gilgis, Gilgis Alexander, sorry, and Lou Dort, they're going to be fun. And I, 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 honestly, it's like you don't want your team to be bad, but when they're bad, you get to enjoy basketball for basketball. If that makes sense. Yeah. I reckon OKC fans will have a bit of fun this year because watching players develop is like, it's a joy. Yeah. And you get so attached to the most ridiculous players and you went through the process. So you, you'll still speak highly of Tony Roten. <laughs> but I think for OKC fans, I'll enjoy it. I but love it. Uh, I, probably, I probably won't watch more than five OKC games all year. Tony Roden, TJ McConnell, Robert Covington, Spencer Hawes, um, a guy called Sergio Rodriguez. Ah, oh, the process. Exists. Time to be alive. Okay, the Orlando Magic. Let's get through them quickly. Cole Anthony has been drafted. He looks decent, in my opinion. He rem- I don't know why, but he reminds me of like 2009, early, when, it, when Chris Paul was still with the Charlotte, or the New Orleans Hornets. Just the way he moves, he doesn't have the passing vision. He's more of a scorer. But just the way he moves around the court, he's quick. He's got a nice spin move. Got a good handle. I think he's going to be quite a good young player. I reckon with DJ Augustine going out from the Magic and Mark Fultz, in my opinion, being nothing, <laughs> I reckon Cole Anthony... I reckon Cole Don't Anthony... Don't talk about Mark like that. <laughs> I think that Cole Anthony might be a real smoky for me in this year's uh, Rookie of the Year playing Mm. for the Magic. They lost DJ Augustine and no one else, and they brought in Anthony, and they brought in Dwayne Bacon. JL doesn't like bacon. (laughs) The food. (laughs) (laughs) Or the player. Um, uh, What are we doing? They've done nothing. They've done nothing. Are they... So last season, the the Manic... The Magic finished in the playoffs, eight. Eighth. They were eighth. They're not making the playoffs this season for me, I don't think. No. No, the Washington Wizards have Westbrook. Um, and that pretty much says it for them. Yeah. For there, yeah. The, I think the Wizards... The, the Bulls yeah. will be better. The Wizards will be better. Maybe the Hornets. The Hawks will be, will be better. Yeah. They're Hawks, Magic. Yeah. I think the Magics will blow it up. Trade Aaron Gordon. Trade uh, Richievich while they can. And... Go from there. Going to be interesting, a Vucevic trade. I'd be excited to see how that turned out. Let's keep going. Few Let's teams, this team. Few teams left. The best team in the land. <laughs> men- men- mentioned to you off, uh, off air that I got this as a Christmas present. I didn't mention. I should really pull them up, but I bought myself three new pieces of Sixers merch. I don't love the City Edition uniforms. Our, have you seen them? Our black the ones. black ones, yeah. With the... Um, the boat, river, whatever. I know the ones, yeah. But, and I hate to say this, but I'm not from Philly. I'm from Melbourne. But apparently, if you are from Philly, that boathouse stuff is really iconic to Philly. So I'll, I'll take that. But as I predicted, the pregame and the hat and the hoodie that I bought, all in the style of the City Edition, was all gorgeous. And I ordered it straight away. And it's come and cost me a pretty penny. But, it's worth it. The, the it's what you got to do. Philadelphia 76ers, they lost or they got rid of uh, Al Horford, Alec Burks, Josh Richardson, Zaire Smith, and uh, Glenn Robinson III, I guess you can say. They brought in Tony Bradley, Seth Curry, Ter- Terrence Ferguson, Danny Green, Dwight Howard, and they drafted Tyrese Maxey. And a guy called Paul Reed, whose Twitter handle is B-Ball Paul. So B-Ball Paul is his name forever. Um, this team, the Philadelphia... You, 70- you, missed the, you missed the most important out. And there's number one on the list. Our, our friend, Ryan Brockoff. Our dear friend. If you're watching Ryan, we are so sorry to hear. Yeah. He, he was Maybe on- he would have kept the contract if he trained rather than talking to us. Yeah, he, he was our <laughs> very first special guest on the show. We'll never forget. We'll get him on again one day. I'm sure he'll blossom in another team, perhaps maybe in another country. Well, I hope so. He's such a good shooter. He's got to belong somewhere. Such a good shooter. So if you haven't checked out the Ryan Brockoff pod, go and check that out now. It's in our history somewhere. Um, the other pods um, on our 
podcast, not on YouTube, but on our podcast apps and stuff. Also go check out two weeks ago, we interviewed top NBA skills coach, Drew Hanlon. He's the coach of Joel Embiid. And talking about Joel Embiid, we have Danny Green and Seth Curry now who Danny Green's we've already, I've already said this Danny Green's worse than Al Horford who was traded for and Seth Curry's worse than Josh Richardson. However, Daryl, they fit perfectly. And Daryl Morey has done this. Well, you can actually say that that was really good contract moves for reasons. I can't be bothered explaining, but really good contract um, thinking, but also better fit. We have Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, two all-stars that will be all-stars for the rest of their career. We finished sixth and got swept in the first round. We have disappointed last season, and really we've been a bit of a disappointment since Ben and Joel have come in. I am putting the Philadelphia 76ers in terms of standings. This is big. I'm putting them I'm putting them second. This is big compared to our recent history, but I'm putting them second. In the standings, in the regular season standings, I'm putting them there. We are going to have a good regular season with this team. Um I'm telling you. You tell me. Where do you finish in the playoffs? Or you just don't want to get into that? Cuz you you're talking high hopes at the moment. Well, I can say where I think the Sixers will finish in the playoffs because it kills me to say this, but I do not have them making the finals this season. So I have them making the conference finals. I reckon we're the... I reckon we're the, we're the best team. <laughs> no, 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 sorry. We are... Oh, wait, hold on. I totally forgot about Brooklyn in this standings talk. I'm glad to have witnessed this. The, the roller coaster emotion you're going through right now, the ups and downs. You should be used to this by now. You're a Philadelphia supporter. You've, you've gone through this before. You should no, know no, 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 on no. Philly. I'm saying it again, and I'm not actually a biased person. It's just that Ben and Joel are better than all these other motherfuckers. And let me just say this. We're going to finish. We're going to finish third. I'm kicking the Celtics. I'm sorry. I'm kicking the Celtics out of my previous top three prediction. The Celtics are finishing fourth, which is still a great effort. The Bucks are finishing first. Then the healthy KD Nets. Then Philly. Then, then the Celtics. And Philly are going to the damn conference finals and then maybe maybe losing in six to the Nets. Sorry. You One go. of my hot takes, Nave. No, I'm not gonna, not yet. Not yet. Don't bring I'm gonna, it up. I'm going to drop it now. All right, drop it now. Fuck. Well, it's a two-parter, so I'll do part one of it. The 76ers won't improve this season. Oh, get, 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 get out. Get out. I'm um, sticking by it. I think, and I've said that they're better fits, but Seth Curry can't play defense and he's not going to be able to keep the, keep on the floor come playoffs time. Danny Green's proven time and time again that he can't perform in the playoffs all that well. I don't see them improving all that much. Until I can see Embiid run out four quarters of a game, which he still can't do. Until I see Simmons shoot the three ball, which he still refuses to do. I just cannot bet on them to succeed because they are giving me nothing to show that they can. Literally nothing so far has shown me that they have improved. I'm not going to argue with you, and there is precedent to say that you're right. However, this is the year. Joel, Joel, Joel might be top four MVP, top three even. You watch. You watch. That's not even a hot take. You watch how much this surround, this proper surrounding of him and Shake Goat Milton, who was taken at 50-something in the draft when he was taken. It did look good the other day when I watched oh, him. Oh, God, Shake Milton's so good. Shake Milton starting. Seth Curry coming off the bench for here and there and, and shooting times. And 
an actual backup center, which we've never had in Dwight Howard and maybe if we need to, Tony Bradley. It'll be interesting to see if Daryl Morey pulls the trigger on a trade because I don't care what anyone says. We we do it would be very nice if we needed if we if it would be very nice if we had a perimeter creator that can create for themselves. So it will be interesting to see. But forgetting that, this is the year that we reach our Ben and Joel appetizer. No, sorry. The appetizer was against the Raptors when we should have won the championship. This is when we reach the main course. How many playoff series have Joel and Ben won together? Um, do you want? Is it do, two? Do you want? Do you want totally fit together? Because I'll give you. I'll give you. How many? How many have they won? They made the conference. They made the second round against and lost to Toronto. Joel, yeah. Hold on. Listen to this, right? And this is a good summary of this is what it's. This is not a. Okay. Joel didn't play every game of our first series against Miami. Then we lost to you guys against mm-hmm. um, in twenty seventeen eighteen. So that's not one. Celtics. Then last season. Last, last season, we beat Brooklyn in the first round. And I don't think Joel played the first game of that. I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like he didn't. But even if he did, no, he didn't. He didn't. Joel didn't play the first game of that. So that's not one. And then we lost to Toronto. And then we lost to you guys. Joel and Ben have never been in a winning total series playoff series together. And I think that speaks more to we've been unlucky with their injuries and Joel and Markel and bullshit. This is the, uh, they're both touch damn wood. I'm touching, but then both not going to be injured. They're both not going to have stomach bugs and we are at least going to make the conference finals. I can't wait to see you see this all come crumbling down. We have spent too much time talking about the Sixers. Do you quickly want to say what you That's think? That's a recurring theme. Yours. I think they'll be they'll finish in the four seed, five seed. Yep. Um, and first or second round exit. But I've got a hot take later on coming, so I can't give it all away. Jesus Christ. The Phoenix Suns. They lost Aaron Baines. Aaron the Goat Baines. Uh, and Kelly Oubre. And Ricky Rubio, and pretty much that's it. And they brought in Jay Crowder, Langston Galloway, which I didn't even realize, Damian Jones, I guess, Etoy Moore, and Chris Paul. That's a nice offseason from the Phoenix. Don't forget Abdul, Abdul Nader, who famously missed four free throws in a row for the Celtics. <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> all he did in his time in Boston. I have just banged on about it before. The Phoenix Suns are taking that one spot. I think Harden's. Yeah. I think. I actually think that Houston will make the playoffs. So you reckon they're taking OKC spot? I'm just going to go with Houston making the playoffs. Like it's too hard to think about. But and where are they finishing? Uh, the Suns mm. playing game talking, but I think eighth. So just sneak it in. I would have, and I said before, you can't really separate probably 8th to 10th. It's going to be three games, but they're in that bracket for me. Yeah. With Memphis and New Orleans. It's going to be very exciting. DeAndre Aiden, Devin Booker, Mikhail Bridges, Javon. Aiden missed the first 25 games last year through suspension. So Yeah. And I think he's a great young player. Javon, DeAnthony, Melton, Carter. Uh, <laughs> our, our favorite man, Dario Sharich and Chris Paul. It's going to be exciting. Onto the Portland Trailblazers. Hopefully, uh, I think Zach Collins is going to return in January. He's still out, but hopefully, he good off season. Yes, hopefully he returns. They've apparently convinced Mello to come off the bench. They've brought in Robert Covington, which is part of what they needed. They need to improve their defense, and he's a great defender, especially wing defense. He's a great defender. That'll be good. They also brought in your man, Harry Giles. They brought in Derek Jones. I love Jones. that you know him, that he's my man. <laughs> they brought in Derek Jones Jr., who's a good um, 
wing defender again, and they brought in their friend Ennis Cantor. They lost Kazonia. And I'm Whiteside. Just, let's just put a simple. <laughs> That's it. They just lost nothing. I mean, Wenyan Gabriel looks like a nice young piece, but they're they're looking to win now, basically. Yeah. So throwing their chips into the middle. I've got the um, Portland Trailblazers finishing in the playoffs. And I have them finishing. They'll they oh that fourth, fifth, sixth. They're in the same bracket for me as Utah. Probably Utah and Dallas if Dallas don't make yeah. the jump. You, uh, Christoph Swazingas is going to be edgy all season. He's going to be not start the season. We don't know what's going to happen. And him stretching the floor as a stretch center, Rick Carlisle centers don't need to be in the paint. I said fourth for the Mavericks, but... I'm actually starting to rethink that because of this Chris Stapps thing. The Mavericks, the Blazers, the Jazz, that's it. They're going to fight for fourth to sixth. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. So, very nice. Good luck to the Blazers. Um, the Sacramento Kings, let's two seconds on them. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton drafted. They also brought in Glenn Robinson III and Hassan Whiteside. And they lost Kent Bazemore, Bogdan Bogdanovich, and Corey Brewer, Yogi Farrell, Harry Giles, and Alex Len. The Sacramento Kings, for me, will finish... I, I'm going to say, this, this might be a hot take, but I'm going to say that they're seriously going to be in the fight. They're going to be, this West thing is unbelievable. They're going to be in that fight to potentially and surprisingly get into the playing game. I think that fully they healthy. They weren't too far off. They weren't too far off this past season gone. Fully healthy. They are still, in my opinion, one of the most exciting teams with the other young teams. Mm. Marvin Bagley, as we know, is a bucket. And Harrison Barnes is better than... Do we know Marvin Bagley's a bucket? Yeah, we do. Oh, sorry. I, th- I, I know that he's a bucket. Marvin Bagley is a bucket. Oh, boy. Have you seen him on offense? Oh, he, boy. He, he cannot be stopped on offense in his, oh boy. in his painted area. And he shoots. Oh, boy. You wait. You wait. You see Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley... I have seen him. I have seen him. And he really doesn't provide much at all, if no. anything. He's always he's been injured for a million years. I know he's been injured, but he's done nothing. Marvin His Bagley. First season, he played sixty-two games, averaged fifteen points, seven rebounds. For a rookie, that's a that's real good. Yeah, but I don't think he's improved since then because he hasn't played. Well, last year he spent. Last, Jack. <laughs> Last year, he spent all last season bloody uh, suspended, then broken finger, all this bullshit. Yeah, that's reason to believe why he's improved. Well, you just know sample size from last season. Anyway, Marvin Bagley is a bucket. Host uh, gets the finisher. Harrison Barnes is better than Rudy Gay. We already established that on a previous pod. Uh, <laughs> Nemanja Bielitsa. <laughs> I like Bielitsa. He's my dad. But he can shoot. <laughs> oh, do you actually look like your dad? No, you're I'm to just say? saying like he's... Oh, I was going to say. His body does. His body yeah, looks yeah. like a good old uncle. I like Bielitsa. He's hit some big clutch buckets over the years. So He, he can shoot, Bielitsa. Anyway, he just looks like a dad. Uh, Darren Fox, very exciting to me. Buddy healed while disgruntled. Still has to prove stuff. Rashawn Holmes is great off the bench and Corey Joseph is decent enough and that's about it to mention. They, it might be a hot take and I know you don't love the Kings or respect the Kings, but they will be in the fight. I really like the Kings though. That's the annoying part. I like their team, except yeah. for Harrison Barnes. I love Darren Fox. <laughs> yeah. I've always, for some reason, as a rookie, he grabbed my attention and I've... I try and watch their games, and I've got some uh, high hopes for Tyrese Halliburton as well. Yes. They're, they're still going to be the bottom of the West for me, and I do think they have taken a step up, and I I was kind of hoping they'd make the playoff game, a play-in game sort of last season, because I really do enjoy watching them. But it's just – it's the Kings, Nave. 
<laughs> how many years have we said this for? Like, oh, the Kings will be all right. <laughs> I remember saying it when they had Tyreek Evans as rookie of the year, I thought, yeah, they're getting there. But death taxes and <laughs> Kings being the shit. Kings struggling to win 30 games. I think they'll be part of the fight. Let's hope so. On to the San Antonio Spurs. They lost Bryn Forbes, Marco Ballinelli, and nothing. They brought in nothing. The Spurs, the Spurs, while Deontay Murray and Calden Johnson and Lonnie Walker, Lonnie Walker might be, and Derek White might be bright sparks. I don't think that equates to the bright sparks of. I can't believe I'm saying it, but the Kings and the Wolves and the Grizzlies and the Pelicans up the top there, I think that the Spurs could finish. They'll be bottom three. They could be last. In, I'm looking at this now. They could be. Oh, sorry, not. Sorry, they'll be. They'll be above. Um, okay. See. Okay. I reckon the Spurs. I'm saying the number. They'll be 14th. I reckon they could be second last. Now, I think there's a good chance as well that Aldridge and DeRozan get traded mid-season because yeah. they've still got to be a value. Yep. So other than that, it's a it's a very grim roster. That's right. It's looking a bit ugly. Uh, the Toronto Raptors. Here's my team that I keep previewing. I think I already mentioned it last pod. The Toronto Raptors are going to slide, in my opinion. This is the year. Uh, as much as Nick Nurse is a good coach. They're going to slide. They're going to slide for me. So they finished second last year again and also the year before. I feel like Toronto have been second for 50 consecutive years. Mm. But this season... Fake one seed. They... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I This season, I have the Raptors. Maybe they pip the heat, but they don't even they don't even finish higher than the paces for me. I've got the Raptors about sixth or seventh in the East. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to like, because like I said, to make the playoffs, I think who has to come out for you to go in. And I have a hard time saying who's going to move above the Raptors because they've done it so consistently for so many years, and they're so like a deep unit that what, losing one guy doesn't you know really affect them all that much, but. Even if they do finish high, I don't think they're going to make any noise in the playoffs. Same as last year. Yes. And losing... So they lost Marcus Ole and Sergio Barker. And that, I think... It's not huge, huge, but it's not... They've just gotten worse. Yeah. They've just gotten a bit worse, basically. And they were already just... Just... Edging you in. You know, Lowry's not going to improve anymore. Yep. He's, he's what he is now, and he's a good player. Van Vliet is probably already maxing out his abilities. Yep. Siakam will improve, and Nobi will improve. That's about it on their roster. Norman Powell, I think, is already at his limit. They, so, did, they did get Aaron Baines, the GOAT. The big banger. But I think, yeah, we're on agreement with Toronto sliding there. Onto the Utah Jazz. They brought in... Derek Favors, he's back home, and that's about it. They, Of course, they went to the draft as well. They lost Ed Davis, Tony Bradley. Moutier doesn't have a team, it looks like. And <laughs> Moutier shit. I love, like, we discussed it before. I love the Jazz. I have them in that fourth to sixth category. They've got Bojan Bogdanovic, Jordan Clarkson, who's a nice sixth man. They have Mike Conley, if they work out the chemistry there. Rudy Gobert, Joe Ingles, Donovan Mitchell, I like Niang. I like Royce O'Neal. And those players, they've got such a They're deep. They're deep. They're deep. They're a good team. They've actually disappointed me these last couple of years because I think that they should be like Denver level. I know they didn't... It was hard when Bogdanovich got injured last year, though. Yeah, that's right. But I just... I really hope to see one year, at least, of this cohort punching the playoffs... Once, like surprising or something, just like Denver did last season. I like they're not the- far away though. Like Donovan Mitchell's really bloody good. He is good. That first round he had was phenomenal. Yeah. So, and uh, I know I know they all talk, but apparently he's focused on he's facilitating this off season, which is his only flaw apart from his height. Mm. I mean, he had no one to pass to anyway, really. Yeah. So hopefully that improves and they become really good. 
To finish up with the teams, so we both ask. We both agree on four to six for the Jazz. Yep. Finish up yep. the teams. The Washington Wizards. They brought in Robin Lopez, Howell Neto, Russell Westbrook, and Denny Denny Ad Avdija. Ad, 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 <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but he's impressed me. His first preseason game, he went six from six from the field. I think. Yeah, Denny Advia. Let's go with that. And they lost Mahimi. <laughs> um, all I have to say, I think they'll be all right. They're Westbrook's a good Westbrook will take any team to like the first round. Yeah, I think that's the best I can say for this team. Bradley Beal, I think, will be he'll be an all star this year, which he should have been last year. He'll be all NBA. I think he's going to really show that he's going to contribute. And I, I really like Rui Hachimura as well. So I think overall they're going to be all right. I think they're going to get eighth. They'll take it off Orlando this season. Um, they'll get eighth. They'll make the playoffs. It just—it's just they can't not. I think the Hawks will just miss and they'll be ninth. And I think Orlando will fight there. They just always do. And maybe the Hornets and maybe the Bulls, but definitely I think the Wizards eighth. JL, thanks for today. I know it's gone on for ages. It's been a long one, Nave. <laughs> so this will definitely be split up into two parts. So make sure you're keeping an eye. You've pressed follow, subscribe on whatever podcast app you use or definitely subscribe on YouTube. Um, and part two of part two will be coming out in the coming days. We hope you enjoy the the NBA season start. I'm sure I'm going to link it the simultaneous release of this next part two of part two. <laughs> Um, it's a nightmare <laughs> um, so make sure you listen in for that or stay with us for that one coming out in a couple of days JL thanks for coming on always my pleasure Nathan just keep them shorter and I'll be happier 